Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Wes, and Bailey's gone this week. So instead, we have very special guest, James. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. They uh, they let me in the building again, uh, even though they told me never to come back last <laughs> time. So I'm here. We, we took down the pictures on the wall that said, do not let this man enter the building. Um, and we've got Mr. James back in the studio. Um, Bailey's on a fishing trip, which I guess is more important than our weekly podcast. Yeah, kind of rude, honestly. I feel like he should bring <clears throat> us back uh, something that we can fry up and eat then. Kind of kind of rude. I do agree. And I know for a fact they've caught at least two very large fish because I've seen pictures. Did he send you any of these pictures or these videos? I saw, of him I saw some pictures in? on Snapchat of some, yeah, that's some what pretty impressive <clears throat> catches. They got some big, like, you know, 18 to 20 inch, maybe even more than that. Probably more than that. It's hard to tell. So the video was like yesterday. But um, yeah, so me and James are holding down the fort. In the meantime, <laughs> honestly, dynamic. Uh, yeah, honestly, dynamic duo. I'm actually just slowly edging <laughs> both of you out. I'm replacing uh, yeah. first you and now Bailey <laughs> next week. Yeah. It's just going to be me, the solo podcast uh, with me. That James sounds cast. Uh, we'll call it the James cast. Honestly, I'm I'll be tuning in because that sounds better because then I don't have to actually record it and I can just listen to it. I don't, I don't know about <laughs> you. I know you you said something about this when we like first started recording these, but like. I am starting to get to the point where I have a hard time going back and listening to the episodes that we recorded. Like, yeah, it's tough for me to hear the things that I said on the podcast. I don't know why. Is it just from like a, for me? I, I don't know. I've always been this way. Whenever I hear my voice recorded, I have like a visceral reaction. I'm like, oh, and it's yeah. not even like a. It's not even, I guess, really a criticism or like the way I said something. Yeah, I just don't like that. Um, But is that are you saying you're slipping into that or it's more of like a kind of like a criticism thing? No, not necessarily the the voice thing, because I think I think everybody kind of has that. um, And I've recorded enough stuff that I've gotten past that a little bit. Um, Yeah, but I think it's more of it just feels like masturbatory in a really bizarre kind of way. Like, Oh yes, my podcast is the best. And it's the only thing I'm going to listen to now. It just I mean... feels like patting myself on the back a little bit too much, but um, yeah. Uh, also a warning to everybody listening. I'm going to be clearing my throat a lot. Um, the, because of the enormous campfire that's happening in Canada, it's uh, made the air quality pretty unbearable here, and We've I'm had an some, asthma. Some hazy days lately. Yeah, I'm an asthma boy, so <clears throat> it's been uh, affecting me quite a quite a bit. But I imagine that's got to be pretty hard. Like I, yeah, I don't know I go outside and I'm like, oh, the air is kind of like thick, and then you look up and you're like, is it nighttime already? No, it's just it's just hazy. Like you just can't no, really see it's the sky. Five fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean <clears throat> it's been to the point where like I. I've like woken like two, I think it was two days ago. I woke up in the middle of the night and had to go run and get my inhaler. Oh my God. Cause I was like having such a hard time breathing. Uh, it's, it's getting wild. I did go and buy, you can't really, you can't see it at all actually, but I did go and buy a pretty sexy air purifier the other ah. day. Uh, and then, so I've just been closed in my office. Uh, with I was the air just about to on. ask if you had made one of those, like do it yourself air purifiers. Have you seen oh, that? No. No, I haven't seen that. They, people have been taking, which I guess it makes 
sense. Like you just take <clears throat> um like a box fan and duct tape like those those filters to it, <laughs> you know, filters? the big like sure. rectangular filters to it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I mean, I mean it, if it, it works, it works. Yeah, right. Yeah. I you know, I, I also totally understand it because these things aren't cheap. I bought the cheapest one that I could find and it was still $130. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I to be fair, the store I went to only had two available, and this one was half the price of the other one. <clears throat> but it's it's cool, and I'm willing to spend that kind of money on something something this nice. Um, oh yeah, you know, as long as you can actually breathe and record this podcast, this is actually part of my plan to get him out of here. Like I'm just yeah, gonna James take is... out his air purifier, and it'll <laughs> just be me and Bailey. James released a bunch of sarin gas into my house. Please send help. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm thriving out here. I'm also home alone uh, for the entirety of the weekend, which is pretty cool. So you're going to cook all the stuff that you can't normally cook? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. My kitchen's trashed right now. I've been throwing down in there. Uh, last <laughs> night last night for dinner, I had <clears throat> I made short ribs uh, earlier in the week, and I saved the gravy from it. Ooh. And so last night, I... Um, you know, had a couple bevies because I'm just enjoying my weekend. It's my first weekend in a while. I respect it. And I'm enjoying the weekend and I had a couple bevies. And so I made homemade gnocchi. And then Ooh. I just took that gravy and added uh, caramelized onions and some heavy cream to it. And then poured that over top of the gnocchi and then threw a bunch of cheese on top. What? I want to live was, in your house. <laughs> I was going to. Well, see, it, it was kind of a play on like a like a gravy and cheese spatzel but spetzel. i didn't feel like making spatzel yeah you ever had spatzel i don't like maybe i have not recognized it as spatzel though spatzel's a german it's technically a cult considered a dumpling but it's basically Ooh. you take this you make this like loose kind of pasta dough uh -huh. and then you uh you press it through i mean there's a specific tool to do it but i used like a colander and you press it through <laughs> that into boiling water and it comes out with these weird little misshapen nuggets of boiled dough huh it's good it's good and i was gonna it make that good. and then i was like that's too much work i'm gonna make gnocchi <laughs> so i made gnocchi instead because it's way easier how is that because um, isn't that isn't that like the potato like noodle kind of thing yeah. or yeah it's a potato based uh, how muscle. is that much easier like it sounds like the only other step you was to mash it through a colander uh yeah gnocchi i don't know i just made gnocchi like a lot more times than i've made spatzel mm, um okay. <clears throat> here's a gnocchi recipe if anybody wants it um i always use instant mashed potatoes because i always have them on hand and it makes it so much easier instead of making actual mashed potatoes do uh equal parts instant mashed potatoes and boiling water so like a cup of each this is for like two servings so you do a cup of instant mashed potatoes a cup of boiling water Stir that all together with salt and pepper and then let it kind of cool. Spread it out. Let it cool a little bit. Then you add one egg and a cup and a half-ish of flour and just knead it into a dough. And that's it. And that's how you make gnocchi. And then you roll it out and you cut it into little nuggets and then boil them for until they float in the water. Easy peasy. There's gnocchi. Took, you know, 15 minutes. Nothing. It's so <laughs> good. Delicious. It is delicious. Um, and then today I'm... Today I went to the grocery store and there was a sale on uh, pancetta, so oh. I'm making carbonara for dinner. Ooh, wow! Yeah, big moves over here. <laughs> um, you know, you know what else I uh, have heard you making in your kitchen is what's uh, that? Special PB and J sandwiches. Yeah, we okay. I I need <laughs> to know how this came up because 
James yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think. Uh, Probably maybe two days ago. Uh, either yesterday or two days ago, sent a text in our group chat. I'm gonna find the exact text <laughs> so I can read it verbatim because <laughs> it's important that I I read it um, accurately. Yeah. Uh, this is it, where. We're, okay, we're gonna talk about this later. I think Let's I got see. it right. Hold on. Uh, this is good content while we both stare at our phones. Yeah, right. To find the thing. <laughs> I got it. Y'all yeah. ever just slap some fried chicken on a PB and J sandwich? This was yesterday at two o'clock. <laughs> <I did say. laughs> and I said, no, but that sounds fucking delicious. And you responded, it is. So I want to know what yours was like, and then I will describe mine. Did you make this at home or did you get this at a restaurant? All right, this, no, I made this at home because okay, I, I apparently have too much time to think about weird food to make. I don't know. I wanted, I was like scrounging around as you do. And there were like leftovers from previous meals. And um, so I had this like pretty good, like fried chicken. It was like drumsticks and thighs. And it's from this. Uh, the best dark meat. Right. Thank yeah, you. Dude, Finally, thighs, someone. Everyone's you, like the breast is the best. Nah, nah, I'm nah, like, nah, get nah. the fuck if, out. If you think chicken breast is the best, uh, you're an idiot. Chicken thigh <laughs> is the way to go. Anyways, mm-hmm. carry on. Bye, guys, for life. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I was like, ah, do I want chicken? I'm like, no, I don't really want that. And then I was thinking about having like a PB and J, right? So, oh, did I? I don't know if I mentioned this. This might have been important to your experience, and I realize now that I told you nothing about this. Oh, boy. I toasted this sandwich. It was a toasted, I, like, on hot, crunchy, you know, toast bread. I, I put the peanut butter on it and jelly, then slapped yeah. the meat from a thigh in the middle of it. Basically. Okay. Mine was similar. I did not toast mine. I thought mm-hmm. about it and then decided against it, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so, I feel like like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, like peanut butter chicken is the thing. You can go somewhere and they they have like peanut butter chicken. Like that one uh, Asian buffet in Okavis has. Oh my god, dude! That peanut, peanut butter, butter ch- chicken. That peanut butter chicken is so good, <laughs> and that's literally <laughs> what it is. It's like an an ultra crispy, like super thin dark meat chicken cutlet mm-hmm. coated in like uh, just basically just peanut butter. It's yeah. like peanut butter mixed with soy sauce. It's so good. So I was I was kind of thinking about that, and I'm like, all right, that sounds pretty good. So I toast the bread because I'm like, I don't want like a cold sandwich, like because the chicken's got to be hot. Obviously, I'm not gonna well, put yeah. some cold Nash. chicken in there. So I, I I nuke the the chicken, toast the bread, get that peanut butter and jelly on there, and the peanut butter is already starting to get kind of melty. And I'm like, this is good. And I just pulled the yep. dark meat off the thigh with some of the breading. No, nah, I okay. didn't like. Yeah, I included the breading because I'm like, oh, the little saltiness and the peanut butter would probably be good. Slap that on, ate it. Honestly, pretty good. I would prefer the chi- like that. That was not the form of chicken I would put in, and maybe I'd shred it or something to get it sure. a little more even. Um, it's got to be crispy though. Yes. If it's not crispy, it's not going to work. I, I I was worried about that when I was making mine today. <laughs> that that would uh, my chicken wouldn't come out crispy. Here's an important question for you: What kind of jelly did you use on your? I used. Oh man, it's it's some like I got the jelly at Horrocks. It's okay. like just a couple different things, but I would call it like a strawberry base for the jelly. Okay, um, but okay. it has a couple other things mixed into it. Yeah, I used grape. Ooh, because it's How what did I had. You feel about the like. grape? 
I didn't taste it that much, actually. I <laughs> I kind of usually when I make a PB and J, I go heavy with a. I'm a jelly guy. I yep. love jelly, so I usually go way heavy with jelly, super light with peanut butter. Yep. This time I did light on both, and okay. I put it uh, on an untoasted brioche bun. Oh. Because I was oh. like, fried chicken sandwich, brioche bun, of course. And I happened to have some in my pantry, and I was like, whatever, I'll just go for it. <clears throat> now, where I think I screwed this up is with the fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I did, I was at the grocery store this morning, and I did buy a big bag of uh, Tyson frozen chicken patties. And that's what I used for my fried chicken. I threw it in the air fryer, just blasted it until it was super crispy in the air fryer. <laughs> um, but that was the only hot component for the sandwich was the chicken patty. So I put it all together. I let it sit for probably two minutes before I ate it. Because um, I, I, I'm one of those people that does the thing where like I'll make food and then sit down in front of the TV and I won't start eating until I find something to watch. You know mm, what I mean? Okay. <clears throat> like, I don't care how long it takes. I'll sit there for 15 minutes until I find something <laughs> to watch. I try not to, but I can't help it. I can't be like, take a bite and then clicking buttons. It just drives me nuts. I want to do one thing at a time. Right. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I also considered putting pickles on it. I thought long and hard about putting pickles I on it. I also, I had like a variety of different pickles and I was like, do I pickle this? And I'm like, ah, the pickle and the jelly is getting a little. That's what I thought too. I think, I think if you're going to do it, you have to either do jelly or pickles. I don't think you can have both. That yeah. seems like such a whack combo to me. <laughs> I will. It was, I will say it, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah. Like I said, I went light on the jelly. But I did realize later today that I have a jar of hot pepper jelly. Ooh. And I think I might do one with that. Have you see seen, speaking of jellies, have you seen pine jelly? Pine jelly? No, yeah. I have not. I want to try some, and I swear I saw it at like Horrocks or something, and I was looking for it, but I couldn't find it. But it is like, it's exactly what you think it is. It's like a piney kind of, I don't know, evergreen jelly thing so I think, weird i think it's common somewhere in europe and they have it not like it's not like oh i'm gonna make a pb and j and they use that it was like something they have i don't know with crackers or something else like a snack kind of thing and i'm like okay interesting i could sense. i could see that being good with with crackers and maybe like certain types of cheese yeah yeah i don't know there's a lot of um, weird jams and jellies out there, like all those like pepper, pepper based like jams and jellies and all these other crazy things out there are kind of different. Yeah, there's some wacky ones. I'm a huge fan of pepper jellies personally. Um, my mom makes pepper jelly like a lot. Ooh. Uh, she also makes like a spiced tomato jam that I really like. Spiced tomato um, jam. Yeah, dude. Spiced tomato jam. That's. That's a game changer. Is honestly. it like a super? Well, I, I imagine it's like jammy consistency and not like, it's like super thick, like spreadable, not like ketchup. It's not like pasta sauce, though, right? No, it's... no, no, no. It's like uh, like, you know, preserves like jam. Like it's really <laughs> okay. like you yeah. could pull out a spoonful thicker of than a bowl of oatmeal. Hold... Yeah. Yes. Thicker than a snicker. Indeed. <laughs> um, verily. No, but it, she she makes a something that she does actually a lot for my mom does a lot for um, like parties and stuff is she'll take a jar of her jalapeno jelly 
I'm just do that with cream cheese on Ritz crackers. Oh, it's delicious. It's so good. Um, Mom, I know you're listening to this. Sent mail me some of that jalapeno jelly. I know you have some. <laughs> you're holding out on me. I know it. I, I want some more of that stuff. I think I've already talked about this on the show. I don't like. I don't hate jalapenos, but I just don't care for their flavor over the flavor of other peppers. That's understandable. It's, it's not like a heat thing. It's it's just the actual like flavor profile of it. It's not. Amazing. Like it works really well of some stuff, and then other places where people like throw them on, they're like too dominant. Yeah, I know what you mean. I I love a pickled jalapeno. <clears throat> pickled jalapenos, I'd put on pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, but if I want a fresh spicy pepper, my go-to is a serrano because I Hab- think the habanero. flavor. <laughs> yeah, I know you like a habanero, but I find that a serrano, like the flavor profile, not just the heat level, like you're talking yeah. about, like. The actual profile of a serrano matches more things than a jalapeno or a habanero does. I feel like that's that's probably accurate. I was yeah. uh, I was just at Horrocks and they were selling sure were. all kinds of pepper plant like because like now it's plant season, right? People are gardening. Sure. They had all I looked at so many plants today just because I was there. All these like spice plants, like a thousand kinds of mint and fennel and thyme and all this other stuff. I love fennel. But they had a bunch of pepper plants. Like I, they had a habanero plant, and for a second I was like, "Is this this is you it? Do I one. just try this?" They also get had one. a Carolina Reaper one, a Ghost Pepper great. one. They had the Trinidad Scorpion one. Oh my god! Like I'm the like, Maruga. what? They have all these so like wild, super dude. hot peppers here. That I don't I don't know how many. I wonder how many of those they sell. Because, I mean, like, I mean, I know there's a certain dem- there's got to be a demographic for it, yeah, right? People, you, when you buy all of these and you make us things with hot peppers in them, uh, I will never do anything with the Carolina Reaper. No, what about the Trinidad Scorpion? <laughs> I might fuck with a scorpion just because I've never eaten one, but Isn't I don't know that I've, the I've higher probably... version. No, the Carolina Reaper is higher. Are you that's, sure? Yeah, that's the hottest, I believe. Um, well, besides Pepper X. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah, but that's basically a chemical. Yeah. You did (laughs) another thing at Horrocks today. Was that at Horrocks that you went and had sushi? Uh, No. Is that a place that's right by Horrocks, though? Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. We went to, so after I was at Horrocks, uh, John and I went to grab some stuff. We went to, uh, we were actually going to get Thai food there, you know, from the food truck there. Yeah, from the food truck that you like where you're trying to get to the spiciest yeah, but, when last yeah. time I asked for a certain spice and then they gave me one that wasn't that spice because it's because they probably because right. They were afraid. Of, yeah, <laughs> they're they're afraid like, I don't you. know. They don't know if this white guy knows what he's about. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, I got this next time. Anyway, you, you uh, do have a remarkably high tolerance for spice. I will say I just like most of the stuff I eat one way. Like I like salt and vinegar chips. I like things Gross. that are like skewed one or way or another like very like tangy. Yeah, sure. yeah yeah um but we i finally went to ohana which is that all you can eat like yes i want to go there place. so bad um that i would i would have if if you would have told me like two hours before you went <laughs> i probably would have driven to meet you there i had nothing going on today wow i mean listen we can go back for dinner <laughs> i mean shit dude maybe <laughs> we'll um but yeah no so we get there and that like i was looking over the menu 
Um, I tried a couple. There, there's a lot of stuff I didn't try. They have like stuff like hibachi stuff and like all kinds of other like rice bowls and stuff that they do as well. The menu um, looked really good. They had a lot of cool stuff. They had a whole like yakitori section. Yes. Um, yeah. Just like they, meat on a stick. Yeah, they they had a lot of stuff I wanted to try, but I didn't go like too crazy this time around. I got a, lot, a couple different kinds of like sushis. I tried like they had different dumplings and like calamari and stuff. Um, I do really like that they... When you do the all you can eat, a lot of the stuff comes out just in smaller portions. So you can really kind of make yourself like a sampler platter of like whatever. Oh, you yeah, want. you can you can assemble your own omakase like you just <laughs> order because what it looked like is it looked like you would order and they would bring you a single piece. It was like a single piece of nigiri and they did not yes. look huge. They looked. Yeah. Small. So like the depending on what you order on the menu with the different types of sushis and rolls, they'll come in like um if you order a regular roll which you still can on the all you can eat but like they tell you they're like hey that comes with like eight pieces instead of like one or two so if you get that make sure you finish it because they charge you extra for like they charge you by the pound of leftover food so i think that is such a brilliant (laughs) such a brilliant way of doing things i think every buffet should be like that Honestly, yeah, it seems just like a really way. like sensible way. Like just yeah, don't and then you're order too much, and yeah, you're conscious of food waste. The restaurant saves money. There's no food getting thrown away. Like it's it is an ideal system for every party involved. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, no, I tried a couple different uh, sushi rolls, which are which were good. And I tried a lot of like the appetizers and stuff. I had like calamari and a couple different kinds of dumplings. Like I had to look up what they were because I didn't know what they were dumplings because they used like the proper terminology. And I was like, I don't what know kind what that of, is. What kind of dumplings did you do? You remember what they were? Oh, uh, one of them started I'm, with a I'm G a, or something. It was, was like gyoza. Like, yep. Gyoza. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then there was another one that was like softer on the outside. It was kind of like a like steamed or was it like a bread? It was kind of like a steamed dumpling, but it wasn't like the traditional dumpling shape. It was more like circular. I don't know. <laughs> was it a was it a shumai? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, I I'm a sucker for dumplings. I really like them, and I'm I also a sucker for nigiri. And I saw that that tamago that you got. Yeah. I've never seen a tamago look that pretty. That looked really really good. It was good. It was like a dessert sushi almost. It was kind of tamago's like... a. For people sweet. who don't know, tamago is like a sweet egg. It's like a sweet omelet. Like an um, egg. The the way they translate it basically on the menu is like egg custard or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was a, really good. It's a sweet egg. It's it's delicious. I like it a lot. I have a pan for making it. I'm working on perfecting my technique. Ooh. Um, look at me. My phone with the volume on while we're recording. <laughs> just, just dock my pay. Um, yeah, honestly, you're, you're running close to your... Expiration date at this company if you keep acting like this. Well, it kind of seems that way, anyways. Um, I, <laughs> I I've been going through. I've probably talked about this on the show before. I don't remember, but who cares? It's my show. I'm going to talk about what I want. Um, I have been going through and trying to get good at making a bunch of different types of omelets. Um, have I talked? To, do you remember if I've talked about this? Before? I don't know if you talked about it on the show. I remember you talking about this. Have you done yeah. that one? What's that one called? That's like super hard to do perfectly. Oh, it's um it's a very specific name for it. No, that's the last one I'm working on. I know exactly what you're. I'm totally. Where it's like almost now. not like it's right on the precipice of being like cooked, but it's well, still I, like so, kind of soft and runny. Yeah, I. Well, now I gotta fucking look it up. Because <laughs> it's gonna drive me crazy. Because I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's the next one on my list after I get good at, uh, at Tamago. Um, 
So you you've included the yeah, Oma Rice is the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to get good at that eventually, but I've I've perfected a, a Western omelet, like a diner omelet. Ooh, like when you go to Denny's and order an omelet, that's easy to do. That's the yeah. easiest one, so I started there. And I can I've perfected. I will confidently say that I've perfected a French omelet. I can reliably make a perfect French omelet. Ooh. Um, as long as I have three eggs, I can make a perfect French omelet. Um, now, now, what is your strategy for flipping omelets? Like, how? What, what? What? What's the technique to get that perfect flip? Well, it does depend on the type of omelet. I'm um, sure it does. If I'm doing like a like a diner style, like a Western omelet, I yeah. don't even move the pan. I just get a spatula underneath it and just fold it. Just give it a flip. Um, okay. With the the French omelet, I'll do like a little. Um, it's like a. I'm hold the pan with my left hand because I'm I'm right handed. Okay. So I have a little, I have a small silicone spatula, like a tiny yep. one. Um, and I just use it for making omelets. I swear to God, I only use this <laughs> spatula for making omelets and it's perfect for it. So I'll, I'll like flick my left wrist to scooch the eggs kind of up to like okay. flick them up over the edge. And then oh. as I do that, I'll use my right hand with the spatula to kind of tuck it underneath. Mm. So I'm doing this little... Okay. This weird little like I've never really broken down how I do it before. I just kind of do it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Wow, um, what an expert in this field. Basically, but not an a expert. teacher. No, because I can do <laughs> this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get roasted. I have beef. Teachers. I have beef with uh, no, not all teachers. My aunt's a teacher. Shout I was just Becky. about to say that is a good example of the difference because you can be really good at something and just be terrible at trying to teach someone else something. Yeah. Teaching is hard. Just because you know how to do something really well, doesn't mean you're like a great teacher for that thing, which is kind of important. (laughs) Teaching teaching cooking techniques I find is an incredibly difficult thing to do. Yeah. Um, There are some that I could probably teach pretty easily but there are others that definitely is it's like a feel like a good example is making nigiri, right? Mm. Like I know how to make a nigiri. I can make two in each hand or well, I can make one in each hand. Um, no problem. I can make two at the same time. Uh, and that's, that's totally fine. And I can tell you like you need 13 to 14 grams of rice and you need a three quarter ounce slice of fish cut on a bias against the grain of the fish. Um, but that doesn't really, you know, impart an actual technique. That's just data. Yeah. You have to figure right. out how to apply that. And then you have to get the, the practice down so that when you cut your slice of fish, it's like fat on one end and skinny on the other. And you have to tuck it in perfectly. And you have to do the whole thing in less than 20 seconds. Otherwise, the fish gets too hot from oh your hands. It. It's, it, yeah. <laughs> but my, my, current, my current omelet is the, um, the Tamago that you had. Yes. today that's that's what i'm trying to get good at i have a pan is that, for it. is that more of like a desserty kind of thing or like an after no, meal it, is it really not really it's that's kind of like how it is like it's sweet so i yeah. find it it's a little weird to just have like in the middle of like i'm having this other like savory kind of sushi yeah. rolls it's i i had it at like basically the end of my meal and that's kind of where i i thought it fit but i didn't know if that's traditionally how it's done or just when it comes in uh, or... to to my knowledge no it's just kind of eaten alongside everything else mm. um but i think it pairs very nicely with ginger the pickled ginger that you get yeah 
uh, on the side. And it pairs very nicely with shellfish because like crab especially uh, has like a lot of natural sweetness to it. So mm. having this this kind of sweet, I mean, having this like slightly sweet crab and then like a very sweet egg. Um, I don't know. And then, I mean, every place makes it differently. Every chef makes it differently. A lot of times you'll include, uh, when I make it, I include dashi in it. So it's less sweet and a little more on the savory side. Okay. Um, yeah, you can do all sorts of stuff with it. It's an egg. Eggs are <laughs> eggs are the perfect thing to make taste however you want because they don't have a ton of flavor by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you cook them soft, like in the case of a French omelet or uh, tamago, like that. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Now, James. Yes. This episode comes out on 4th of July. So happy 4th of July, first of all. This comes out on 4th of July? I guess it does. Look at your calendar. Yeah, it comes out yeah. on 4th. This is Today is 4th of July. Well, today is not technically. Today is not 4th yes, of July. But it no, is, but, though. But it is 4th of July. <laughs> today, as you're hearing this, is 4th of July. Happy 4th of July if you celebrate. Happy 4th, uh, everyone. Sorry, um, non-US listeners. <laughs> yeah. It's just another you guys day. Can, yeah, it's just another day. Happy and Tuesday. Honestly, happy Tuesday. Else. That's a better. Yeah, happy Tuesday. Um, God, that reminded me of this. <laughs> Okay, that reminded me of the Street Fighter movie. You've seen the Street Fighter movie? No, I don't think so. No? Oh, my God. There's this part. You're familiar with Street Fighter, right? Yeah. I, this is not related to food or anything in our notes, really. But um, there's a part in Street Fighter where one of the characters goes to and confronts M. Bison, who's like the bad guy. Yep. And she was she's talking about how like, oh, you you destroyed my village and you killed my family. How can you not remember me? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he told this line in cinematic history. He goes, the day that M. Bison came to your village was the most important day of your life. To me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> oh, dude. So hard. It's so good. And that reminded me of it. Anyways. Um, Fourth of July. Tuesday is often a day um of parties and tuesday <laughs> tuesday sure everyone's famous from... tuesday parties <laughs> well that's when the club that's when the club is going up according to uh that song by racer mod um i think it was racer mod doesn't matter couldn't be less important people <laughs> often do uh barbecues grill outs things of that nature on oh, yeah. uh july 4th in mm. the u.s and I was wondering if there's any foods or any like practices relating to food that are uh, kind of a Fourth of July staple for you, or things that you have vivid memories of. Um, so I just thought of a pretty rough one. Um, <laughs> pretty rough one. Oh, I remember. I remember. Uh, it's very brief, so I'll just tell it real quick. I remember one year on Fourth of July, I was probably eight or nine years old, and I had I decided to have some food before everybody came over, and so I had a can of Chef Boyardee macaroni and cheese uh, at about ten thirty in the morning before Ugh. our guests came over. It was okay. very, and I remember it being disgusting. <laughs> and then I remember going out backyard, uh, got out in my mom's backyard with uh, Tim who was my friend at the time and watching epic rap battles of history. Classic. In my mom's backyard. Anyways, the question remains. Uh, so like essential, what traditions or like food? Yeah. Bar- like, I, I guess, I guess we could expand it more to 
just kind of barbecue staples. It's summertime. Yeah. People are I mean, barbecuing. Fourth of July, love it or hate them. Like love them or hate them, you gotta have hot dogs there or brats or something. Like it's there's always something like there's you know half and half on the grill. You're at someone's yard and they're like, oh, you want a burger or a hot dog? Well, but you're making both because this is America. Right. We demand all the options. As much meat as possible. Fair. Exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. get like a good like hot dog. Sometimes you do, you know, you got like a whole you, you got a table set out with that checkered, you know, classic picnic tablecloth. Checkered tablecloth. Yep. Yeah. And you got you got all the condiments laid out. There's just like a wall of like ketchup, mustard, relish, like all the fixings, Ugh, chopped relish. onions, all that stuff. Ooh, you're hating on uh, relish. I, I I we'll talk about it later. I have to be in the mood for relish, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I only like it on a Chicago dog. Ooh, it's the only okay. time I enjoy relish. I'm not a fan right. otherwise. I, I feel like that's that's an acceptable stance. It's it's a little divisive. Just if I'm wrong, send me an email person. and tell me so. Dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com. Let me know I'm an idiot. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. I mean, um, yeah, it's just like sitting in the backyard, you can smell like the charcoal and stuff on the grill, and then just like someone's standing there like manning it the whole time just like yeah mm-hmm. flipping it and then you have you watch like six other adult men come over and like lean over and they're like mm-hmm. they all, they're they like, all do yep. the same thing where they stand there <laughs> hold on i'm gonna get up and do this they st- i don't hold on one second let me adjust my okay he's uh squaring himself up to the grill yep one hand on the hip the other one with the beer yes Leaning sir <laughs> yeah i was looking good flip that one right there yep Everyone, every other dad or or other uh, man at the barbecue will pass by the grill to see what's happening and offer some input, whether or not it's helpful. Always, (laughs) always, always, always. Um, Also, like, or do you remember this is like so long ago? I don't remember when they stopped doing it. I don't know if they still do it. Do you remember near us? uh white oak used to have like a pig roast in the summer i don't remember this you don't remember that i never oh. went i never went to it because my parents always threw a crazy fourth of july party every year i don't so I never even remember if it was fourth of july necessarily i just remember it in the summer i i'd have to i, I literally don't remember when it was you go to the park. They have like a bunch of like little um little up. games set up for like the kids and stuff. They would fly. There was like a, a flat field where they'd take those people with like the mini um like gliders and remote controlled planes. They would like yeah. fly those there. And then they would just have this big old pig roast where they'd have like a bunch of like pulled pork and all this other stuff coming <laughs> off it. It was great. That sounds cool. Not sure if that was a 4th of July thing, but, you know. Well, I mean, it's adjacent. We're we're, we're expanding the category more to a summer grilling uh, sort of vibe. For me, 4th of July was always, um, like I just said, my parents would throw this huge, huge, truly huge party. Um, And vouch for it was there a few times. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like 200 people at the house. Like, everybody in town shows up at our house just unannounced. because. My dad was friends with everybody in the world. Uh, so he would just like invite people to this party. And he would, I remember a couple years, like when I was a kid, he would stand at the grill all day and cook like 30 pounds of ribs. <laughs> like it was just, it was Mike Jones's special rib day. And he would mm. just sit there and just slam ribs all day. Um and that was that's always the one that sticks out to me. The other one that sticks out to me is going down the street from my mom's house to that park and 
our buddy Blake had the <laughs> lemonade stand. Oh my god! <laughs> that his dad owns, and we'd go there and get a cup of lemonade. Um, that one sticks in my in my memory pretty good. Um, or, or really just everything in that little tiny park, the little carnival type beat. They had like corn dog stands and elephant ears, and absolutely. One time I saw a dude get hit with a pickup truck there. What? Good times. <laughs> Well, it was a really gentle, quote unquote, hit. It was like they were rolling to a stop and he kind of like jumped on the hood of the car. Um, <laughs> I don't fucking know. You know, so how random. We grew yeah. up in a bizarre area. Such oh, you a strange know. environment to grow up in. Yeah. And then especially for the July, I'd be like hanging out. If I wasn't <laughs> if I wasn't walking around with like you guys and Gregor or something, then mm-hmm. you'd have the fireworks later that night and all the fireflies yes. would be out and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember one year we had backyard Olympics in my uh, <laughs> in my backyard. I don't remember it very much, but I remember it a little bit. Um, despite this, uh, despite today, as you're hearing this, being Fourth of July, um, and it being the middle of summer, it's been like, well, it's not now, but it's been cloudy and like pouring rain all day today for me. Yeah. Over on this side of the state, we've had some crazy, crazy thunderstorms the past two days. I've been loving it. Um, we need it after this drought. Yeah, my God. The color's coming back a little, it looks like. Yeah, the, uh, the grass, grass is, is finally starting to look like grass instead, instead of, of like, like straw. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's coming back. And it got me thinking, like, there are certain types of food that when it's storming, and rainy and bad weather outside. There are certain types of food that I really can't stop thinking about. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, I, I'm sure it's a universal experience. I'm sure there's foods for you uh, that are like this. The The big one for me is ramen. Yep. Um, yep. I am a huge ramen nut. I fucking love ramen. Um, <laughs> it's It's probably my favorite food besides popcorn. Ooh. Um, now we have to combine the two. A unique popcorn dish. ramen. Well, yeah, let me write that down. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna write. That's stupid. Maybe no. Like a, it's amazing, and we're gonna figure that out. Um, I would we'll, say we can figure that out totally. <laughs> I, I, I have would, an idea for it already. Actually. Yeah, of course. This is this is gonna be. There's gonna be a restaurant one day based off of this podcast. Just so you God, know, that would you'll be so. Go. That would be so cool. I would really like to do that. All we right. could just try all of our bizarre. Ideas. If anybody wants to fund me to open a restaurant, I know how to do it. Just <laughs> go go fund me opening soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Kickstarter or something. Yeah. Um, I would expand. Like you said, ramen. I was thinking just soup in general, like a mm-hmm. bowl of something hot that's like comforting. You know, comfort food. Like same same thing kind of applies on like a cold winter day or something. Yes, exactly. I would also extend that to something that likely comes out of like a crock pot or has been stewing for most of the day and you've been oh, spilling yeah. it all or day like, and then you're like, like crack it open. Hot yep. roast. Ooh. Or I'll do, uh, I, I pretty frequently make short ribs. Um, Cause I fucking love short ribs. They're so good. I was they just braise, do braised short ribs with mashed potatoes and gravy. Ooh. So I, good. If I didn't just come from uh, all you can eat restaurant, I'd be pretty hungry right now. But <laughs> I know I just tough. I just had lunch right before this recording. I had a really big salad. Ooh. Um, because I ate a bowl of 
boiled dough and gravy last night for dinner. <laughs> and I needed <laughs> and then I had fried chicken for breakfast today. I need to have a salad. So that's fair. A salad. I ate a whole avocado and two cucumbers. Ooh. Are you are you an avocado uh, toast kind of person? I am. I I like it's not my go to, but like if I have if I have avocado lying around, like I do have another avocado that I need to eat. So tomorrow morning I'm having avocado toast before I go to work. <laughs> so I, um, I do enjoy it. Yeah, I normally don't seek avocado out, but it's always there, whether it's in sushi or like a sandwich or something kind of at least to me, it's kind of like a filler thing mm-hmm. unless you sell that item on the menu like based around the avocado where that's like the main attraction obviously yeah then i'm not interested i avocado is not a selling point for me it's like it has to actually work with what is with it right so in the example of avocado toast i think it works because an avocado is very like creamy and fatty and then you have a super crispy piece of toast and then i finish mine with chili flake and um uh like crunchy like finishing salt crunchy salt we might have to um, go to um i went to this new i guess you'd call it a cafe in fowlerville it used to be a um the company had been there for some time as a coffee roastery but that's like all they did like it was just like the roasting coffee just the just the roasting facility like they didn't have like a storefront because oh. it was just like where they would roast the beans. And it you was could like order a it. truck full of beans comes in and then they cook <laughs> them and then send them back out. Like, that's it. Like you, they they have these nice beans and you order them online and they would roast sure. them and sit and like mail them to you like the next day, basically. That's cool. Okay. Um, but they would, uh, they just opened up like a, like a kind of cafe, like storefront. So that you can get some coffee there. It's not, and this isn't like Starbucks. It's not like we have the super mocha jalapeno snowman. Like what? With sure, like we 10, put olive oil in our coffee. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty like basic coffee drinks. Like, do you want a cappuccino? Do you want an americano? americano. Like stuff like that. Yep. Okay, I'm um, into that because americano is the best coffee drink. Don't add. <laughs> do add me. Send me an email. Dinnerforbreakfastpodcast.com.com. I think I need Wait. to try. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt wow. you, James, but now I have to see if I can buy this URL. Carry um, on. I was going to say I'd have to try all those coffee drinks back to back to make a definitive uh, stance on that. Anyway, they do like some sandwiches there. They get like some they make some baked uh, donuts and all that stuff like in house and stuff there. But they also do like avocado toast. You can like sit down and order. They have like different kinds of like avocado toast with like kind of different fixings okay. and stuff. And um, I didn't try it last time because I was like, I don't know if I want avocado toast. But you know what? Since you're so confident about it, I'll try it. I'll try some avocado toast. And maybe you should come with and we can try their different avocado toast. Hell yeah, dude. I would love to. I would love to sit down. I think uh, one of my favorite things in the world is going to a restaurant with somebody who is equally excited about that restaurant and trying just ordering a stupid amount of food. (laughs) Just like like we know we're not going to finish this, but we have to try it all. And then between two people, you can order like five different things and see them like, okay, like you order, you order two appetizers and three entrees, or you order two appetizers, two entrees and a dessert to share. Like, yeah, just getting as much as you can. Um, that's always a, a very exciting thing to me. Uh, I did look up dinnerforbreakfast.com and we can buy it. Oh, 
for seven thousand dollars seventeen hundred dollars yeah <laughs> seventeen hundred i mean not, we'll talk about it after the show but it's not as bad as i thought it would be <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you it's not that bad can you um, see when it was registered is this just one of those people who bought like you know like back back in the early days of the internet like companies and people would buy no, just a is... ton of urls to sit on and sell <laughs> later. right uh as far as i can tell this is just straight up not bought well, don't say that. Someone else is gonna. Hey, if you're a I... fan of the show and you have seventeen hundred, yeah, my birthday's you'd coming like to make up. a charitable <laughs> donation. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, how about this? Here's a co- no. I'm not. You gonna... can guest star on an episode. I was gonna say. I was actually going to say that, but then I was like, that seems kind of like an abuse of our power a little bit. <laughs> Um, Listen, I don't actually expect anyone to buy a URL. No, nobody's going to spend seventeen hundred dollars and then just give us the thing. Are you shitting yeah. me? Um, well, well, we'll figure the logistics out later. Yeah, we'll, we're going to end up with that URL <laughs> one way or another. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> we're back. I don't know if I'll keep that segue in or if I'll just edit it so it looks natural. But I think the "Honey, I'm home" part's funny, but the part where I was like drinking real sexy out of my bottle of water—I don't think you should keep that in. I couldn't hear any of that. Uh, oh, good. Okay, that's fine. It, but, that's fine. Uh... Well, you can keep that in then if you want to keep that <laughs> Um, Wes, I was—I was just sitting here in my thoughts since you were gone. Um, since you've been gone. <laughs> This is welcome to the music cast. This is what I've actually been waiting for is to corner West and talk to him about all the music. I'm God, listening to. We, hey, you know what? Here's the crazy thing. <laughs> Bailey's not here and we have very similar music tastes. You and I do. So we could totally just sit here and talk about metal for a while. I'm cool with that. <laughs> we you could also do knock loose. Uh, knock loose came up with two new singles. So good, dude. I've been listening to. <laughs> Are we actually <laughs> we doing this? I who cares i I was gonna i had an actual topic that i was gonna bring up let's let's do that first and we'll talk about music after the show's over (laughs) i was uh, after who cares i know i was just gonna ask you um do you ever i was looking at one of my notes and this was like a tangent off of that do you ever if you're um watching a movie or perhaps playing a video game with other people like a cooperative something Mm-hmm. You ever like get like food or drink to like match the occasion? So like, I mean, I'm not talking to the extent of laying out like if I were watching, you know, you could do like a Lord of the Rings watch party and make a bunch of food on. Brand. I'm doing that on Fourth of July actually. On the day this episode comes out, I am having a Lord of the Rings watch party. But wow, that's amazing. Crazy. Um. Also, I was gonna say like because the other day. Couple of days, uh, the other day, I don't know, it was probably like a week doesn't ago matter. or something. Nobody who listens to this understands when we're recording it, so it doesn't True. matter. True. You can say it was today uh, if you want. I was playing this game with John and Ryan, and it's like basically, um, I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Valheim. I have heard of Valheim. It's like the Viking survival thing, right? It's Viking Minecraft, is basically. Yes. Like. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so like sometimes like we we had just gone and seen um a movie before uh like late i think we saw a movie the day before so we were all at the store and we all bought mead or something to like get (laughs) to like fit into something to be like drinking a bunch of mead and like doing all the shit yeah do you ever do like is that something that you do do somewhat regularly Uh, i guess (laughs) i'm trying to think of the last time I actually did that, usually when I actually, you know what? Yeah, I do that once a week uh, <laughs> because I play Dungeons and Dragons once a week. Ooh. And I whenever I'm playing, uh, I have a specific character 
I don't know if anybody from my online D&D game I play listens to this podcast. If you do, should hello. if you don't. You should. I've sent them the link. I'm not going to make them. I don't really care if they listen or not. But I play a character <laughs> named Maloon War Dragon. Um, and he's this big, tough kind of warrior guy. And he drinks a lot of ale. So I always buy some like cheap beer and drink that while I play D&D. Um, do, you, do you have like a big like glass beer mug or something you can drink it out of? No, but I open two cans at the same time. And I'll just go like that. <laughs> really getting into character. I have a playlist of music I listen to before I get into to like to help me get into character. Yeah, like that I take it very music. seriously. It's yeah, it's it's like uh it's like 15 songs that are tailored specifically to have sort of a vibe that fits this D D character. Um Fantastic. but that's that's a conversation for a DD podcast, which we don't do yet. <laughs> The beginning um, of our multi-franchised podcast channel. I would fucking love to do a D&D podcast with you and <laughs> Bailey. It'd be so much fun. I mean, um, I don't really play that much D&D, but I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a blast. Um, but anyways, yes, I do uh, do this thing. Um, I actually also, I mean, again, it's D&D, but I played D&D last time I went on vacation with my family, and my brother bought a, uh, brought with him a bottle of mead that Ooh. his uh that his buddy makes shout out willem i don't think he listens to the show either but <laughs> shout out still because he makes yeah he makes homemade mead um because he has celiacs uh so he got tired of drinking you know crap because everybody everybody buys beer and he's like fuck this i'm just gonna make my own mead and it's the only time i've ever had mead and actually not hated it it's does pretty he, good. Is it like heavily flavored or is it kind of just like a traditional thing or what's it? Uh, it's pretty it's pretty heavily flavored. So the one that I tried was. Uh, oh, what was it called? It was based on a, a meadery that's in Skyrim. Oh, um, the, what's the one in Riften? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what honey, you're talking about, but I haven't played that. Honey something strands, bee. Honey yeah, honey. Yeah, honey, something, something something like that. Blackbriar. It was Blackbriar is what it was. There you go. Um, Good band, too. And it was like a <laughs> never listened to him. It was like a raspberry Earl Grey, if I remember correctly. Ooh, what? It was really, really, that sounds really awesome. wonderful. Yeah, it was quite nice. Dang. Um, we, but other than that, you I'm should not send me a bottle. Of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to make that happen. I'll, t- I'll text Willem <laughs> see what I can do. Um, when we were playing Valheim, uh, I got this mead at Horrocks because Horrocks has all kinds of crap. And it was Tayberry mead, which I guess is some like hybrid of like a blackberry. A particular type of raspberry and blackberry was like crossbred to make a Tayberry, whatever, you know, whatever. Interesting. It sure. was really good. Like probably the best mead I've had, honestly. It was like... It was kind of sweet, like that darker blackberry sweet at first. Yeah. It becomes like tart, not super pucker your lips tart, but like tart at the end of it. So it's not overly okay. sweet. It was really nice. Like crispy okay. kind of finish. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds nice. I, I might have to try that. I'm usually not into mead because I find uh, the entire process of just making a spirit based on fermented honey <laughs> inherently makes it so sweet that yes. i can't like it um, that's why i really like the sweet drinks the finish on that one it wasn't like sweet through and through um, kind of tart it at had the that, end. like a little bit tart on the end not too tart just enough to balance it out and i'm like all right i respect it yeah all right i could i could be very into that that sounds good 
Um, there's also a lot of, I don't know if you've seen, I think, I think they're in Michigan. I don't remember which city they're from. There's Black Dragon Meadery. Black Dragon? Um, Black Dragon Meadery. They make a bunch of different mead, and it's pretty solid. They have, like, elderberry, mixed berry, strawberry, like, all kinds of different, like, meads or whatever. But it is, I'm pretty sure it's Michigan-based. I can't remember exactly where, um, but they have some pretty good stuff. So if you look around, you can probably find some of their stuff. I've never heard of that. They have very um, kind of distinctive bottles. They have, like, some type of dragon on the front, and they're, like, all the bottles are, like, completely different colored based on what they're making, whatever, you know, the berries obviously contribute to that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I um, see this. they're relatively it's, easy to find, I think. It says Michigan, Michigan. It says Michigan Mead, and it won't tell me where it is. <laughs> um, and it says their tasting room is closed for the season. Wow. As of three months ago. Or when two are we going to go on either A, or why not both, A, a restaurant like cross the state extravaganza, or B, a distillery Ex- like I mean, across the state distilleries we might need might, to arrange driving well do, situations for that one but might as well do both at the same time we can yeah. do a week-long road trip i mean i'm totally okay you and me and that. bailey yeah and then just like every episode of the podcast once a day right we're stopping you can almost do day. like a like a short vlog like video series on oh yeah instagram oh, yeah. Well, or something that's that's a production meeting for after the after the recording when, is done. This is the perfect opportunity to to test yeah, this with the audience. It, what do I right, think, yeah. audience? Should we do this? Yeah, would you guys like watch videos of us going on vacation? That's <laughs> 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 not it's not exactly accurate, but you know, um if we went around and like tried some interesting restaurants and we, we gotta go to Beer Church. Beer Church? I don't beer know what church. that is. It's a brewery that's in an old church. <laughs> Fuck to yeah, dude. There's a I'm disdain in. of some people in the community, but you know. <laughs> nah, if you think that's if you think that's uh that's bad, you're bad. I tell you what, they that's make really cool. an oatmeal cream pie beer, and you're like, all right, Ooh. it's gonna be like a malty whatever beer. It no, it tastes exactly like an oatmeal cream pie, like a little Debbie's. I feel like I've, I might have had that before. Is it a it's a stout, yeah? Or like a I think it's a sour, is how they sell it. What? Actually. Yeah, that seems like such an odd thing to have. For well, a here's sour. the thing is because there's a bunch of oatmeal cream pie stouts like I've seen them all over True. the place and they they taste like mm-hmm. a stout, which is fine for me, but it doesn't taste like oatmeal cream pie. That was like a one to one. Like, I, wow. I swear I would have seen a man milking an oatmeal cream pie in the back room <laughs> into the okay. vat. <laughs> all right. OK. All right. So, well, yeah, we'll have to try that sometime. And you and Bailey like, have to make a trip out here to Kalamazoo and we'll like yeah. talk about all the restaurants out here because there's a lot of really good restaurants if you know where to find them here in Kazu. I'm down for it. Um, is there anything else before we uh, before we wrap up? I know I'm cutting you off so that you can't talk about Spider-Verse 2 because I know you wanted to talk about it last episode. It's okay. Also. Everyone just, you know, I think that movie was really good. You can take, you, you know, you don't really know me, but pretend that you do it's a pretty solid movie uh did not realize well maybe that's a spoiler uh, it's not super spoiler, don't don't spoil i won't, I won't say I anything it it's a long movie but it doesn't feel like a super long movie you yeah. just realized after a while you're like i've been sitting here for a minute and it's it's just good it's it's good uh, the animation looks good and burger maybe, king yeah go see it it's good enough that burger king made a sandwich about it that was not uh, so good? Question mark. <laughs> I haven't tried it because I don't eat at Burger King. I try, I'm trying not to eat fast food anymore. 
Um, but uh, Burger King made a Spider-Man Whopper. It's just a, ro- a Whopper with a red bun. There's nothing special about it. It's, <laughs> it's a pretty patty. It pisses, it pisses me off, and that's all. It just makes me angry. It's the only reason I wanted to talk about it, because the only thing, literally the only thing they changed, literally the only thing that's different about the Spider-Man Whopper <laughs> is that the bun is red. That's it. There's no special ingredients. No. Would you want no... them to make a burger out of spider or something? Like <laughs> no, but I want them to like put some fucking effort into it, man. Like you. Can't How would you just make, make your spider verse whopper? Tell me. Do you remember? Okay, no, <clears throat> I'm not going to, because I haven't <laughs> thought about that. But remember when Burger King came out with like the Nightmare King, and it was like a whopper, but it also had fried chicken and bacon and all these crazy ingredients on it, and like. I don't know. And now it's just like, oh, the bun's red. Period. That's it. Listen, like, they can only I don't be know. bothered so much. They're like, you know, they we should do something. This is this is a global phenomena for a period of time, and then it'll die out. But we're not going to overcommit to it. Yeah, but I, I see a picture of it, and I'm like, oh, that's the brood witch. Like, that's not, that's not a Spider-Man thing. That's a World of Warcraft thing. Okay. Because <laughs> it's the brood witch. It looks just like the brood witch. You know what the brood witch is? Some kind of witch. The sandwich. We'll talk about it later. Um, what? <laughs> well, in the meantime, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Fourth, um, everyone in the U.S. Happy Tuesday, everyone else. Thanks for well, joining happy us. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and Happy Fourth, everybody, because the date is the same. Uh, mm. It's still the Fourth of July for the people in the U.S. It's quite a holiday, but. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Dinner for Breakfast Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter at Dinner for B. Um, you can follow Weird Eats on TikTok. I know Bailey's not here, but he would want me to say that. Thanks for joining us, guys, and tune in next time. Uh, yeah, tune in next time. Thanks to uh, Alexander Hoom for um, the use of our theme song, uh, Steak and Eggs. Find him on uh, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, I believe. I think I say that same thing every time. I should probably figure out if he's actually on Instagram or not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. That's all. Goodbye. See you guys.